Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh god, did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're drinking. I'm gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way real fast for the sponsor, because it's not really a sponsor, but uh, all trivia questions are from the Beer Nerd game, uh, just in case, you know, any any suing of, of any sorts. I just wanted to get it out of the way. It's a great game, by the way, too. If anybody... I don't even know where you can get it. Maybe one of the game stores in the mall or any kind of where you find local board games... Uh, that has more of an adult theme, not like Spencer's from the mall or anything, but uh, we've played Beer Nerd before, and it has a lot of questions, and you know, you get to do all the tastings with the beer, and it's 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 a pretty strategic game of going around the board, and it's it's kind of fun. It's a long-ass game like Monopoly, but just drinking, but you know, in a different sense, but all the trivia questions are from this game, Beer Nerd, so uh, with that having said, my guest yeah. today is Jim Dickerson. Hey, Joe. Uh, Jim, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for inviting me. Yeah, Looking for sure. To our chat. I know you're a beer lover, so I am. Yeah, I was. I was like, I, I always got to get some beer. People that just love beer, and you have a lot of wisdom with the beer too, and you got a lot <laughs> to say. I know you got a lot to say. Yeah, I've had a lot of beer, not yet, but <laughs> over the times. Over the times, yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. Um, so what's what's the first one we're starting out with then? What um, I thought I'd start out kind of slow. I'm I'm from Sonoma County, so I'm kind of actually going to feature Sonoma County beers only cool. today. Cool. All right. I like that. And one of my I'm I'm in constant search these days for a good session beer. Um, the the uh, IPAs these days have gotten a little bit too too big, too both, too strong, too strong both on hops and also on alcohol. And so I kind of everywhere if I go somewhere new, I always try out their session IPA just to see how it rates and looking for a good one. Yeah. So one of my last trips up to uh, Healdsburg, I was in at Bear Republic, and they have this new one out called Pace Car Racer, which is now out in the stores. Okay. Which, we'll see how it is in the bottle. I haven't had it in the bottle. I had it on tap up at the, the brew pub, and it, to me, it was balanced, because usually I see in session IPAs, people make up for the lack of alcohol and the lack of ingredients by overhopping the heck out of it, which yeah. is really disappointing. Which so. is, I think, <clears throat> we just brewed yesterday, and I think that's, we, we, yeah. we made that mistake. Uh, I'll, I'll have to give you one of the home brews we did last time, which I okay. think that was a good session IPA that we brewed. This coming one, I think we overhopped the shit out of it for, you know, not a good, not a good reason. Right. It is clearly challenging to do. I mean, I'm not a beer maker, which is weird. I, I made beer back when I was in college with a friend who was only making beer because he was wasn't 21. Yeah. And so that was when he could drink beer. So, um, and I did a couple of sessions with him, um, all day sessions, you know, going from the grinding to the grains and all that and saw the process, but never, never. I guess I'm not fatigious or, or, um, I'm not, I'm not picky enough and I'm not that careful in terms of details. And so I realized you got to be really careful about, you know, keeping things clean and all that kind of stuff. And so I just decided to become a beer drinker and not a maker. And I mean, that's a good thing either comment. way. Um, <laughs> I've been the same. I kind of recently have been uh, making beer or making beer more often. Right. I think uh, I got into the process. Me and Rob got into it a little bit more heavier, and we just kind of started buying some stuff and just decided to just jump into it. And it really was a, a big learning curve. There was a lot of stuff that just didn't yeah. register in my mind of like, oh, that's what they mean by 
this and that. And then, so finally the process has come full circle and right. I'm, I'm understanding everything that's going on. Uh, but it took me a while. But now, even just the last one we did yesterday, I really started to love the process, especially when we get the equipment, the right equipment that I need and it right. makes the time consume like you manage your your time a little better while you're doing it because most of the time you're just waiting around right you know we're playing cards against humanity while we're just waiting for this something right yeah and then okay then it's like all right hurry up and dump this shit into there so so are you starting with extract or are you no this is own? all grain oh cool i did do back uh, like 10 years no was it 10 years no uh, maybe about eight years ago i, I did a, an extract that came out awesome my okay. friend, my roommate, me and my roommate Nick, uh, he uh, he wanted to brew beer too, and I was like stoked about it. So he and his parents bought him this like generic Cooper's kit. Oh right, yeah. One of those. I have one of those in my garage, I think. Yeah. In and fact, I told you I was going to give you parts. Of it oh yeah, you might that's be right. Able to use it. Yeah, I probably could. I should have brought that over. It's all right. Oh well. Next time. Uh, next time for sure. Uh, yeah. So that's the easiest one. It's making like Kool Aid. You just mix it up. Right. And then you dump the yeast in and you seal it, and that's okay. it. But the all grain is a, is a, is a Six hour process. Oh, yeah. At a minimum. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I mean, what came out, boy, back in the day, I don't know if you saw these, it's probably, just, I'm going to date myself, 25 years ago or so, where they had the beer stores where you could go and they pretty much had the wort ready to go for you. And your job was strictly to pick out recipes with the hops and get the thing uh -huh. going. Then they would go ahead and ferment it for you. And then you'd come back X number of weeks later and do the bottling and then make your labels and slap it on there and you had your own beer. Oh, that's cool. Which no, was, I didn't. I never. I wasn't around. They didn't last that long. They, I think the expense probably was too high for them, or it wasn't that popular. I mean, I used it a couple of times, but that was fun. That was yeah. a fun way to make your own beer because then you don't have to do any of the hard work. You just kind of right, play around with. They already have the wort, so right. That's like half the battle. Half yeah, the battle is it, making steeping exactly. the wort to a perfect temperature yeah. or, or whatever you're making. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so let's anyway, try so this. So this is the Pace Cars, 4%. Cool. Um, and this is a sure. Session IPA, right? Session IPA. Pace Car Racer. No, Pace I love Car the name, the name is, is great. Yeah. It's smooth. It's, it's not It's not as hot. I, I, I would have thought it would be a little hoppier, but... Yeah, no, but it, it, the taste permeates the beer. Yeah. I mean, what I find in Session IPAs a lot of times is you get all that hops right off the bat, and then there's nothing... Yeah. underneath it which i'm not sure how you perfect that or not but this i think they did a pretty good job no this is good this is have you had this before uh, uh, i've had it up at the brew up pub. at the brew pub just yeah. the brew pub yeah okay this is the first time in bottles yes right? yeah can you where can you get it can safeway or anywhere i picked it up at safeway menlo park oh cool today nice and yeah they've got a few more varieties here we're gonna try a few bear republics and a couple other Sonoma county beers today but i thought i'd start out with this one because i felt if we get a little too heavy and come back to this you're probably Oh yeah, not gonna taste it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, your, your palate's gonna be ruined after the. But um, I, I've actually liked Bear Republic a lot. I like a lot of the Sonoma County beers. I mean, Russian River and Lagunitas right. and stuff. And I was talking to my friend yesterday too while we were brewing. Um, and I know we've probably talked about this a little bit before, and you probably heard me say it. But how do you feel about the selling out of certain breweries? Do, do you now? Yeah. Are you? Because I know we've talked about you know boycotting certain ones for oh, right. you know certain reasons. Right. Uh, is, is there um, is there is there a a particular uh, formula that you think is better in selling out, or I mean, just in general selling out? Do you think 
it's just fucking horseshit. Yeah, well, I, I understand why they do it, but I I would prefer they stay independent because then you don't have money making the decisions and you don't start getting into political disputes and such like that, which we've discussed on one particular brand that I don't drink anymore. Right. Um, but like, I mean, for example, with Lagunitas, you know, in Heineken, where I, yes. I thought it was an interesting quote by the uh, the president of Lagunitas, who's still running it, where, he, where people were saying they sold out. And he said, yeah, when we sold the 50%, we sold out. He says, now we're buying in. And we'll see. It's interesting to me with Lagunitas specifically because they had a pretty good distribution network. I'm not sure why they weren't so happy. Um, I spent a lot of time in London, and they were like prolific in London. Oh, you can get it around, in London. Yeah, both Sierra so, Nevada, Lagunitas. A lot of them were moving into that market really heavily, probably five or six years ago. Um, yeah, and I never understood why. Like, if you're getting that kind of distribution and you're getting that kind of access, right? Why aren't you? Yeah, why aren't you happy? Like. Your 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 beers are almost worldwide, right? It's already, right, and you're probably getting a, and you had like you said you have a good market already. Yeah, you're probably getting paid pretty well. What do you th- what, what do you yeah. think his his reasons were just now buying in? I mean, because Heineken's in on every shelf. Is that the now you can get it at your like Seven Eleven, right? You know, or outside that you can't hear, but or as you know we talked to people um, I don't know you've talked to Kyle probably at the pub. I'm not sure you've had him on yet. No, yeah, I keep I keep asking him. He's like, oh. Where? <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm gonna do it, but let's let's wait a couple of weeks. Right, okay. so you couldn't find it in Amsterdam, but I'm not sure that's the market for Lagunitas anyway. In general, it's kind of an interesting market. Uh, it's go it was going slow in the UK. It was there. It was everywhere. I mean, everywhere you went, Lagunitas, Sierra hmm. was uh, was very prolific. So I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, they already got some market penetration there. What is it? Do they really want to be that big? Do they have to just to make it more interesting? Yeah, um, it, are they not able to? To fund their operations because they've already opened. What Lagunitas have one or two other breweries, and there's one outside of Chicago, I think, and there might be another one they've opened. So it seemed like they were doing that even before. Yeah, Heineken I mean, came in. So well, and, and I was talking to my friend too. I was, I was like, it, it makes sense to expand, right? Yeah. I mean, but independently expanding of like now you have creative control with let's just say you 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 know you you like another. Uh, a local beer in Oklahoma like Prairie right. or something like another brewery like Prairie yeah and but you have the independence of going up and making a real business deal with them and being like hey how's it going can we collaborate I'm with you know Lagunitas and I'm you know doing this it's like I think that kind of business practice is better than we're selling yeah. out to Heineken so now just yeah maybe merging for, with other with other brands that are smaller that really are stuck in the market yeah that would seem to be a better way to go than going with Heineken and you know Heineken is funny because when again, dating back to my early beer days, um, that's that was considered the primo beer back say in nineteen eighty ish. Yeah, <laughs> you'd go out and you'd have like five or six Heinekens and you were living high. You know that was great. That was the that highlight. Was it. Living, you know yeah. before the Anchor Steam, which was kind of around but not seen so much, or then Sierra crept in. Then you started finding more things and venturing out. But who was yeah. Sierra was like one of the. Pretty much one of the first crafts, right? Or, or Anderson Valley is the yeah, one. Yeah, Anderson there? Valley, I think. Get, well, actually, it's the one up in uh, Hoplin, uh, Mendocino Brewing, I think, gets the at least the California title for the first one. Oh, Mendocino? Okay. Yeah. And Anderson Valley came relatively close after that. And then, yeah. you know, Anchor Steam was, was around in the city, but wasn't as popular because it's a different type of beer. And so I don't think people liked it quite as much, except when you're in San Francisco, you have Anchor Steam because right, you're in San yeah. Francisco. And, it's, and Anchor Steam's pretty pretty popular 
yeah. in a sense. I, I think I, I think I even saw it in some some liquor stores back home mm. and some beer beer stores because uh, they got a nice craft movement as well. I mean, East Coast is, is nice for for certain ones. There's a lot of independent breweries that are still same with what California's doing. It's just you know East Coast, right? Yeah, because Sierra, Sierra came out about I don't know. We'd have to verify this, but the eighties yeah. it was starting somewhere to come in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. It came out. I don't have my picture of my dorm room where I had every <laughs> six pack I consumed for the year. Yeah. <laughs> up there and did that? Did that get you started into like loving craft beer and yeah. and, and all that? Like, did that like set the tone? Yeah, because we started to venture out. I mean, because usually it was yeah. just you go out for you know Miller and Bean Dip, right? That right. Was, yeah. That was kind of your night out. Then you started finding new things, and then. By the time I would say 82 came around, 83 is when KQED started their um, beer festival in the city. The first time they did that, where then you really got exposed. Because you just weren't exposed. You didn't find all these beers. And they weren't craft beers. They were just more European beers. Mm, yeah. There wasn't so much craft beer going on. Okay. Because um, that exposure for me didn't come until a few years after that. Probably out back at the Tide House when they used to have the Mountain View uh, Microbrew Festival, which was huge. It's all apartments and condos there now, but right behind Tide House Mountain View is a huge festival. Oh, really? Like big, is, o- big open field? Yeah, or, or, with, with lots of little booths, with lots of independent brewers, a lot, oh, lot of different people. Um, that's Well, Bear Republic was there as well. But Bear Republic I kind of knew because the people that started Bear Republic were actually friends of my brother. And I actually had Ricardo came over one night and had a test batch of... I, I still don't remember if it was Racer 5 or Somewhere Red on, Rocket. Yeah. It was one of those two. One I kept those, sitting yeah. in the backyard... And they were talking about starting a, a brew pub, which was kind of neat. Oh, that's awesome! So you yeah, got, you got you got to hear like the the very beginning stages of the birth of, oh, the, of we, the brew pub. We did. We even became like little micro investors, not <laughs> not yeah, big yeah. time, but they were going out to friends and families and getting money, and then they opened their place in Hillsbury, and of course the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. They're very successful, and as no. far as I know, staying independent and just growing that way. So yeah, I tried. It's one of the ones when I was when I did a little road trip up there. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the Bear Republic. I it was closed that day because mm. of the flooding. Oh, really? So that so, was like two years ago. Oh, yeah, when people were canoeing in Healdsburg. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and then Lagunitas was underwater, so yeah. I didn't even get to go to Lagunitas. So I, I missed those two, and then I okay. ended up going to... I got to go to Russian River and in Anderson Valley. Okay. But those are the only two. Right, and Russian River was in downtown Santa Rosa then. Yeah. I, I never got to go. They started out actually on the river, which is why they're called Russian River. because they started the Corbell... Uh, winery. Oh, okay. I think Vinny worked at Corbell, and then they decided to start doing some beer thing on the side, and they started brewing out there in the Russian River on your way out to Guerneville. Yeah. Before they finally moved into like the Santa Rosa to yeah, where they are today. To where and they now are right now. How long have they, they been there? Oh, probably. Let me think. I don't know, seven, eight, nine years. I remember walking in there once with my dad during the, the younger week. Yeah. When it wasn't a big deal at all, we just kind of walked in the back. Oh, that's good. You don't have to wait my... any kind of fucking line for that shit. There. No, there was no line. We had yeah. one. We, we had one younger, and um, then we tried to remember what used to be here. It was a Thrifty's drugstore. We decided we used to go for your five cent ice cream cones, <laughs> and now it is what it is. And they're opening yeah. a big facility in Windsor now, which oh, they, okay. they just started to break ground on. I believe this week they just got their their, their final their permits, permits to start pushing that, yeah. pushing dirt. Um, and Bear Republic's opening in Windsor, so you won't have to go all the way to Hillsburg anymore. So they're oh, renovating cool. a place in Roner Park. Nice. Um, I, yeah, and Santa Rosa is interesting. I just read an article, I forget the website it was on, but they're talking about the craft beer scene there now. There's so many things going on that people don't even know about. It's, it makes it a great destination. There's Cooperage, 
which is great for us. So we get to take Baxter, our dog, in there because it's just in a big old industrial park with a big hangar. And oh, that's cool. Guy makes some really killer IPAs. Usually has five or six things on tap. Okay. Around the corner is one called Plow Brewing, which I haven't been to yet. I think I'll do that on my next trip up to Santa Rosa and check yeah. it out. <clears throat> I haven't heard of that one. And there's another one called Hen House, which is getting quite popular. Okay. And that's kind of south side of Santa Rosa. All right. And, <clears throat> of course, the traditional ones, Russian River, yeah. 3rd Street Ale Works. 3rd Street. So, um, yeah, it's it's a fun place to go. It is. It's got a great, <laughs> I mean, it's got a great scene. It seems, yeah. uh, I just like the area. The area is so nice. It's just, I mean, even it's a little rainier, but, yeah. I, I mean, I tend to, to like that, you know, more so sometimes. Yeah, so it's very rainy, but the the location because you're, you know, half an hour or a little bit more, you're over at the coast. Yeah, half hour, a little bit more, you're way deep in wine country away, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. So, and it used to be a big beer town back in the days. It was Grace Brothers Brewing up there. Yeah, that um, the building is now a shopping mall. Hmm. But in fact, the Happy Hops. If you ever go to Russian River and have the Happy Hops, that was the original Grace Brothers recipe, I believe. Oh, okay. I might not have had that one. I have, yeah. yeah, I've had probably, I've had a few of their sours, and I have, I've had you know Blind Pig, sure. uh, Pliny, and and um, they always have, they always have uh, some crazy names. What's it? it starts with an R. This is like a rep. Uh, well, it's Russian River Porter. They have uh, hop to it. Is kind of what they've been doing now, where they've been doing their single hops, oh, okay. kind of rotating them through. There's, um, well, there's actually a Russian River IPA, which is quite nice. I haven't seen it on there in a while, but that probably predates Pliny and Blind Pig. But that's okay. on occasionally. And that's a nice, kind of a little bit harsher, not quite as florally, not okay. quite as citrusy, but yeah. tasty nonetheless. Um, do you always, do you always like Pliny? When you, are you like a, always a, bit, a big fan or are you always <laughs> like, uh, the same as like, it's good, but it, it's, it's temperamental i found it's it's um i would say that it is uh it's gotten a little bit more stable in terms of consistency i've always felt generally at, at the pub at the russian river yeah. facility it just has that extra citrus grapefruit flavor to it that you don't get say like even at the rose when it comes down the right, rose yeah. has been relatively consistent i remember when, when you guys were first getting that and it wasn't it wasn't as you get like three or four kegs in and like they would just be all over the map. They were tinny and, yeah, and somebody, just kind of different. But I think that was just probably them all scaling up. And I think they've got it dialed in now pretty well. Yeah, and somebody said that they were always using um, uh, different hops, too. Is that true? Or is oh, that, I, I don't you know, know about I don't know. That. Yeah, okay. Somebody said that was the reason, like, he would just get... Uh, people would just get a good deal on a certain type of hop. Oh. And then just use those hops instead of... You know, repeating the same. Oh, right, but but using the same name, huh? Right, yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure if that's true or not. I mean, that could be here. That could be bullshit. Yeah, that's just hearsay. It seems like now people who are doing that with uh, Hermitage is doing that, and other people who do their single hops. Maybe that's a better way to do that type of thing is to not. Yeah. <laughs> not hide behind one single name, but to actually you know rotate through the hops and try some new things now and again. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you always been a um, as a, as a person? Uh, like going going back a little bit to to the sellout thing, is that have you always been kind of more of an independent kind of person? Like you know, as far as like you know, with anything um, that gets large, it kind of you know gets diluted as it as it goes on and 
Yeah, well, anything that gets large has a problem, whether it's beer or uh, a company like, or, well, I didn't say or a company like Microsoft, for oh, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get too big, you got a lot of baggage, you got to, you kind of, it's a hard, it becomes a hard ship to turn. Yeah. And so that's kind of the challenge, I think, for people to just try and switch it up and not get too tied into one thing. Yeah. And maybe you could do that. I liked your idea of uh, more mergers with smaller brewers to kind of like help spread around things that people wouldn't normally get. I mean, yeah, just to buy a, the, the marketing machine of Heineken and the global presence and distribution doesn't really add much to the Lagunitas. Yeah, it seems family, that I mean, to me. yeah, I, I agree with that one too. And it seems that people just kind of want to uh, the name to be held on like it's historically significant rather than producing a good product right you know it's like yes it was established then maybe it was great back then because that was all that was available now you got all these of more uh, available uh, different styles and, and good beers right that they don't want their name to go out of business so they're kind of trying to jump on and latch on to these other ones and these other ones are like well cool we're gonna get a million dollars for this so awesome yeah. I'll take it right you know so yeah I just I, and I would rather make a name for myself and then keep that name going mm -hmm. as an independent. Yeah, because you know, I think the problem, I mean, you, you start getting the problem with like, the big corporations buying in, like the Heinekens, I'm assuming, of the world. And it probably isn't fair to say this because I don't or, know. Or, or Anheuser-Busch or, you or know, anything like those. that. And then you've got people that got to save to them. that Now they're, they're producing so many barrels of this stuff and shipping it so many places they can save a nickel on the, you know, per pint of production. Yeah. And make X amount more money, then your whole focus has changed. Yeah, yeah and, and I think it, it's same as like you know when, and and if you do open like six facilities, right? It's like, and I and I always think that even though you have the same recipe, mm -hmm. your chef or your cook is not always going to make it the same. Right. It's always going to be different, inconsistent, and that to me is an easy thing to be inconsistent is beer. Right. Is that not all brewers are brewing? How I mean, you, everybody has the same process, but right. it's always for some reason tastes a little different because of this brewer is doing cutting corners, not cutting corners, or you know putting the water in at this time when you do it that time. Right, or isn't it even just the water? Yeah, source or, or, as yeah, well, or just you know? yeah, or just the water source in general, where you're at, where, where you're you're getting your source. People at. were always saying back in the day when everybody was drinking Budweiser, you know, if you could get your hands on St. Louis Bud, that was the best because whatever, that's the original <laughs> formulation. Yeah. If you get it from Fairfield, you know, all bets are off. But yeah. I'm not sure. I never really did a... I never did a comparison. A comparison across the different That would be fun facilities. to do, though. That would be, yeah. that would be an interesting... I've got to find somebody that does both. Like, uh, they're... Colorado has, like, an Oscar Blues is, like, mm -hmm. one, like, Colorado and North Carolina. Yeah. That would be a fun comparison to do. Right. Because they're both good beers. And I would like to get one bottled or canned, because they, right. they can, they don't bottle, uh, from... Colorado, and then one canned and, and see what the and see what it is. Yeah, because they also do certain things. We were just out in Denver last week, and we went to... I was surprised to see a 10-barrel um, facility there. Because I've, oh, yeah. the, I've liked the 10-barrel stuff, but I thought they were just strictly from a small little place in Bend, Oregon. And it turns out they have, like, I think it's about six facilities. Bend, Portland, they're now in Denver, I think maybe Salt Lake, a couple other places. Okay. But I think they what they also do is they might brew some of the flagship beers but they also each facility gets to make its own yeah so, you know and that which is kind of neat i like that concept that's a good that's, concept, a, that's yeah. a good growth concept is to have all these and people go around and maybe you'll get you know the one you're expecting but then you get other things and they promote you know 
Yeah. More product, more diverse product line. Yeah, that's that's a good angle. That's that's kind of I would work that. Yeah. Um I would say as well as um like if I had another facility, I would kinda market certain different styles too. You mm. know, I would like let's just say I had all my pale ales and IPAs brewed here. Oh, okay, yeah. And then maybe all the porters and the stouts, you know, right. whatever brewer does which that's why it's kinda more consistent in the style that you do and then you kind of distribute that way it's like i'm always going to get a really good stout because you know this water is makes it like you know how ireland has the best guinness when you're on top of the 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 fucking oh yeah you know the facility up there and it's like the greenest thing in the world yeah yeah i have a story about that because i think actually that's probably where i've had my one of my worst pints of guinness oh really was it was it the guinness factory which is kind of surprising yeah yeah what's what's the story then I, it just was off. I mean, it's a, Guinness is one of those things. I think, yeah. you know, it's they have their pride. They do a lot of that. They have the Guinness inspectors that check the hoses and all that. But, yep. you know, I've had my best pint of Guinness and my worst pint of Guinness yeah. probably in Dublin. Okay, yeah. And one of my worst pints of Guinness in Dublin was at the Guinness The Sky, bar, the sky bar, the, yeah. the top. Up at the top, yeah, yeah. Beautiful view, but it just yeah. was a little, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a really nice pint of Guinness, it really has a bittery, a very bitter edge to it. It's not that creamy smooth. Yeah. And I don't know if it gets that way because it's old. They're not cleaning their pipes. It's just a bad day. Um, yeah. What, what I had for lunch, I don't know. It doesn't matter because right, I'm right. going to remember what I tasted. Right, exactly. It's your own experience. Yeah. You don't, I mean, fuck them. They, that's, I mean, they, they could have, could be consistent, but like you said, it's it's how you, right. bad lunch. Any Anything could have been the factor in there of, of, yeah. of something. Um, I think, I think mine was okay. I wasn't, I wasn't unsatisfied with this. I don't remember yeah. it being the best one. I remember the best beers I had were at like the Porter House there, mm. and it was right in the Temple area, and it was right. just this giant uh, pub, but it was like four stories. Okay. And then they had like the middle of the stairs was like a band played. Okay. So you know how they in Ireland they always have musicians, right. not really a band. Right. It's just. Uh, they're just know, kind of people. People that show up when you're out in the country, playing. they just yeah. show up and play. Yeah, yeah. All, all, with all kinds of instruments, and you're just yeah. like, oh, all right, this is cool. But that porterhouse, did they make their own beers there too? They, yeah, they were making their That's own what stuff. I thought because they had a place in London as well. I saw. Did they? Okay, yeah, but because finally people started making beers in Ireland other than Guinness. Yeah, and then, and they were there. Yeah. That was a, their own brew. I think I don't know if it was brewed there. I'm pretty sure it was. It was a big building. Yeah. So I think they had the room to to brew and stuff. Okay. But they, it was like literally it was four stories, and each one had its own uh, little you know waitresses and, and restaurant okay. part of staff. Yeah. But it was all connected. You could you know go yeah. in the tab and go up and downstairs. So that sounds good. That's that's one of those things I like because I think I told you that I I have this website I'm probably never going to create that I wanted to base off of uh, the Let's Go Europe theme. Okay. And have something called Let's Go Drink. Because okay. I think it's it's important as to what you're drinking as to where you're drinking it. Yes. I agree with that. Um, you know, the easiest example right now is like where we hang out, where we've met. We go there mainly because yeah. I mean, the beers can be good. They can be consistent and good and always there, but it's about the people, right? Right. It's about, the, yeah, whoever hangs other, out there. There's other places you go where you're just crowd watching or like you're describing in Dublin, you know, something that's really kind of just a cool place to hang place out to hang and out change and venues or change your look and you can be there and spend a lot of time yeah and they have their own beer you know which right is, which is that's a you know which a, is a plus which is a plus yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the beers were good I, I think most of them were uh uh like red ale but that nitro style everything okay. was almost nitro okay um but yeah you'd get like a, a nice red creamy ale it was just something different 
Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Oh. So I and I think I had the best Guinness like some at some random temple bar. And sure. I was just like, damn, all right. I mean, it just could be just got a fresh keg. And yeah. Who, just yeah. Who knows? Reason. Yeah. Or I was just you know on my third Guinness and I was you know <laughs> what, yeah. Then it's always better. <laughs> right. It does get better. It's kind of funny. Yeah. You have your three or four Guinness and yeah. it's like okay, and then it's getting good. You're like, all right, this one's perfect. Right. Yeah. It's on that level. Uh but that was a good trip. I had a good time in Dublin. Yeah. Um, I would like to go back again. I've only been there once. Uh, I'd like to retest yeah. test some beers out and see what else they got there. I don't know. Were you just in uh, Dublin, or did you like, yeah, I was... head down to Cork or get around? No, I didn't. Like... I didn't get anywhere. Okay. Uh, I, I I only went very little. I would say uh, maybe a half hour outside of Dublin, okay. north, mm-hmm. wherever the James Joyce Tower was, which I don't remember the exact. Um, okay. Uh, town, but it was just north of Dublin. Okay, it's where uh, James Joyce, him, him and his roommate, stayed in this little tiny like castle tower. Oh, really? Okay. You know, it was it wasn't like huge, but it was like. And then they played the audio of like the reenactment of like a story one night where his roommate got up and like shot a gun across the room, oh. and he, you know, get all you know, yeah, freaked out. Yeah, the neat thing people should do in Dublin is. Uh... They have a walking tour of Dublin. Walking tours are great anywhere you go. But in Dublin, they have one that's a, a writer's walking tour. So you start in a pub. Oh, yeah. And a couple of actors come in and start doing a scene from Waiting for Godot, you know. Yeah. And then take you through the history of Irish literature and things like that. And that makes for a nice, and you, you know, you go from pub to pub to pub. Yeah. And, of course, unfortunately, I just... Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. So maybe. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, well, you, uh, but, when in Dublin, I mean. Yeah, you're not. You know, you're not going <laughs> to get, yeah. Yeah, they probably will have Lagunitas there now as well. I know they had MGD the last time I was there, and oh, Peter's good. Light, so hopefully they've moved Hopefully they've moved up, yeah, yeah, which would be cool. Uh, I, yeah, I had like Carlsberg, oh, yeah. a couple, you know, a couple of random other other stuff like that, but mainly it was Guinness, because I was, I was like, that's more my taste. I mean, I'm yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, the tour I did was the the musical pub crawl. Oh, of course you would do so the I musical had to do pub that. crawl. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably one of the most yeah. amazing things that I've, I've done, and it was... Basically the same as the poetry one. Mm-hmm. You got two two musicians that just kind of show up, right? And you go from pub to pub to pub to pub, and yeah. and it it lasts till like like four hours. It yeah. was long, you know. But yeah, and, and at the end, it ended up being like an open mic. They're like, "Oh, anybody want to come up yeah. and sing a song?" That's and great. My friend was like, "Oh, you should do it," and I was like, "All right, I'll do it." So I got up and I. I played like the first verse to like House of the Rising Sun, and I was, but I was like so shit faced that I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, but so was everyone else. So yeah, that it, uh, everything fixes that. Right? Yeah, so it was it was <laughs> super random, but it was probably one of the best pub crawls I've ever been on. I mean, I feel like on the same like with the poetry or or uh, you know a musical pub crawl right. of some sort like those are they know how to do pub crawls oh yeah and and it's really interesting you meet people it's just a great thing to do when you travel anywhere so yeah and they got and they had like all the stories i mean i can't remember at the time but when you're in the moment the stories that you hear are just so you know about the people that used to own it the you know and they they took they would take you to great places not speakeasy but like not on the tourist map right you know you'd go up like a flight of stairs, make a left, and you're like, where the fuck is this place? And then right. all of a sudden you get to the top and it's just a bar. Right, and there you are. Yeah, and I thought that was, that's the, one of the coolest things about Europe and, and Ireland and Dublin in general too is like you can just be one moment into this super cool, like secluded like bar that you're meeting the coolest locals. Right, 
you know, rather than like a tacky like college bar that everybody's had. Oh right, yeah. Like everybody's a temple, you know. You have to avoid those. In some places that that doesn't always work that way. When we were living in London, I, we wandered into a few pubs that you know, <laughs> it works at the Rose as well. You, yeah, just five regulars in there, and someone walks in the door. You know, all the heads turn. Yeah, everybody's like, "What the fuck's this guy?" And then you get a look from <laughs> yeah. people, and it's like, "Okay, what is?" In fact, I went to the ro- one of the fifteen hundred Rose and Crowns in England. In, in, in at least. England, yeah. Walked in, it, they were not happy to see us. Oh. <laughs> so we kind of got in, got the stare, and said, "Okay, we'll just we'll just uh, we'll get out of here." Yeah, we'll get out of here. We'll There's another one down the street. Yeah, or next door. Someone that's a little bit more friendly, right? <laughs> or at least some friendlier looks, right? Exactly. Not the, just the locals. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I had a great time over there. I got to go back. Uh, I went to Belgium too, mm. in France. Uh, more beer drinking in Belgium. France was kind of the lame scene. Yeah. No beer. It's like more, obviously, more wine. Yeah, what do you get? Cronenborg or Grimbergen. That's kind of your two choices, it seems. Yeah. In Paris, at least. And then Belgium, I, I mean, had, had oh. you know, great stuff. You're, you know, diving into those kind of styles. Like, Delirium was like, you could get all sorts of styles of Delirium. Yeah. They had not just the one we typically get, like the Tremens. Right. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of shit. But there. it's crazy. I mean, you just go nuts. I had a colleague of mine that got married... He actually were Belgian, so we used to go over there a lot for business. Cool. And at his wedding, he had this wonderful place, and he knew that we, well. They all like beer, and he, I like beer, and so he just yeah, said, "Here's yeah. the beer list. Everything is available." And he kind of, you know, yeah. Five or six pages later, you're gonna. It's yeah. just amazing. And they had the beer vault. You could walk in, and they just had this vault just full of beers. I yeah, mean, it was, and they're all different. And they're all different, yeah. And what I like about Belgium is they all have their own special container. That's yes. a lot about a lot and of Europe. glass too, right? Like yeah. everything. The thing about Europe and everybody has a specific glass for a specific beer, right? And I thought that was really cool. That makes yeah. it classes up the place, you know. A oh yeah, bit, you know. Well, I like it. And, you know, we drank, drank one out of a garbage, a little garbage can, and you know, mm-hmm. you've seen like the quack ones are different, and yeah, Duval's got its shape, and then you got flat and tulips and that. Yeah. yeah, like even the stem glasses, the ones that are like flat, even if it's right. like. Uh, St. Bernard's glass or right. like a whatever, you know, it, it still has a Chimay glass, yeah. just slightly different right. than the Orval glass or your, yeah. you know, it's just crazy what goes into just the glassware pairing with the beer. I know. And they won't, they will not, I, I never was in a place, I'm sure there are places that don't pay attention to that, but they won't serve it in the incorrect glass. Yeah. To the point where we were at a small little pub in, uh, in Brussels. It was like a pub, I don't know. That's where I was, Brussels, yeah. Yeah, twice the size of this room, maybe a little bit bigger. And this Mm -hmm. guy had probably 100 beers and 200 glasses. (laughs) I mean, two for each beer, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. And he was tired of the Americans that came in. There was this one that kind of was like this clay, maybe you saw this one. It was like a clay cup with room for all your fingers to go in. Maybe. That sounds familiar. I think I did see that glass. special beer, and he was all, he says, I I can't serve the beer because these Americans keep coming in here and thinking they're souvenirs, like like we do. Take like, taking them home. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm sure statute of limitations has run out. I've stolen so many beer glasses, never from anywhere local. <laughs> I but I've got so many <laughs> London Pride glasses and Guinness glasses and things like that. And I figured, oh, those are that's okay because they have thousands of those. But yeah. you know, but you go to a place where this guy can't serve a beer because he doesn't. Because everybody have the glass. keeps stealing them. Yeah, yeah. and that's in that place, kind yeah. of glass too. That the clay one's like yeah. so unique. Right. That. That I, we don't just crank these out like these are like ha- probably handmade right and, you know it's like stop fucking stealing the glasses I know exactly I, I feel like that happens at the row sometimes yeah I'm sure it does for a bunch of glasses because even and I don't think they're special because 
but that's me now yeah. and I working at a place I get kind of a skewed view of everything mm-hmm. now it's like I've seen that glass a thousand times I don't need the glass right so you know but you'll see like a row of Hefeweizen and glasses just missing oh right you know and you're what happened with all the fucking glasses I don't I only yeah. broke one it's like yeah. you know and like uh, I bet people still <laughs> yeah well they're nice glasses but you know, exactly you can actually go and probably buy them at cost plus <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah definitely yeah um, I really wanted one. Or go to Germany, steal them from there. They have. To, so I, I figure, yeah. like, if you're if you're in a in a place that you need to steal the glass, it's got to be worth it. <laughs> it's worthwhile to take oh, right. something from Germany, or you know, well, for us anyway. Yeah, you know, taking it. I guess, like I said, if you did, you could steal that glass with the, you know the fingers. Like, that's probably worth it to take, bring back home. That's just a whole other story altogether. Right. I forget what beer went in it, but. Now I have the, but you know, you don't even know what beer you're supposed to put in. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Silly, but anyway, yeah, it's kind of silly. Things. Yeah, but it's fun. I, I just, I just like the, 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 the pride or the, you know, the, that goes into the thought process of that kind of thing. Right. Especially you know people creating wine glasses and this is how you do that and so on. But that they were doing it for beer was was kind of cool because I I'd never experienced that until a few years ago. Yeah. Like maybe five, seven years ago. I was like, oh, there's more glasses? I thought it was just pint glass. That's it. Yeah. Drink the beer. We're right. done. Nope. Nope. Everybody's been doing their own thing, their own it. style. Even like, uh, I went to the Sam Adams Brewery, you know, Boston. Yeah. And, and even their glass was kind of super unique. Yeah. You know. I don't remember their glass so much. I have one of them. It's, oh. It's in, it's in the cabinet. But yeah, it's like, it's kind of shaped. It's like, it's like this, but it kind of fans out. And then it oh. goes skinny at the bottom, so that oh. it's top heavy. Okay. But it's like a st- almost a stem looking type, but it just oh. has these ridges, like a couple ridges, and you're just like, uh, and, they, and they explained why they did it. The aroma is, you know, that okay. way, and blah blah well, blah. All right, that's good. Got to have an explanation. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a reason why, I guess. And but it was, it's a, it's a cool looking glass, and you know, Sam Adams neither here nor there. It's not the best beer or whatever but no not but, even from Boston yeah not even from Boston <laughs> isn't it from Pennsylvania actually uh, or Pittsburgh or something. it's brewed somewhere outside of the state <laughs> there's there's well there's two facilities are there okay. yeah so they do brew in Boston okay that's the one I went to oh they right. do but they do brew in Harrisburg or somewhere around Pennsylvania okay. yeah past Allentown because I it's kind of local where I can go to it uh, same with like uh, Yingling mm, Yingling okay. is it's around somewhere. Okay. But that was that was probably maybe another six years ago. But it was kind of cool. If have you been to Boston? Uh not in a long time. Only a couple times. Yeah. It, it's it kind of has that almost historic European feel, mm, but not. Yeah. So and then they had like, which is cool about the brewery. They they took you on like a you get the the. Uh, like a tram, almost yeah. like a little bus, kind of like after the brew tour, where we load everybody into the bus and then we <laughs> we drive to the to the to the bar where they first served uh, Sam Adams. Oh, or whatever. okay. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. You got to experience the first bar, and then you got to keep the glass and you know all that. So, regardless of how you like yeah. the beer or not, I mean the tour was kind of fun. Well, that sounds good. I mean, I think I just went to the cheesy Cheers bar when I was there. Yes, I went, the, the, and they call it, it's the Cock and Bull. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not even called Cheers. Right. You can go to the second Cheers. Well, you can go to the original, or you can go to the one where it was filmed, that looks nothing like the set. Oh, So, okay. like, right. you, you know when they walk down the stairs? Right, yeah. 
and then they have the overhang or whatever mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah, it's called the cock and bull. So that's the original. And then they have another sister one, which is Cheers. Which, oh. So the touristy one is the one down. Yeah, we went to the one that you're talking about. Yeah. I, but I do think that they went to the effort of having like Norm sitting at the corner or something like that. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Fake Norm. They're like, we need a guy here that yeah. looks like fucking Norm to hang out. So people just... Oh, he was a statue. It wasn't a real person. Yeah. So they need, they like, need to, just to have hired actors that just drink right. all day and hang out there. That'd be a good paid. job. I'd be do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> but it was good. I mean, say what you want about Sam Adams, you know. I'm on the same because I'm not a big no. Sam Adams person, but no. But they were part of the process. I wouldn't say it's, it's certainly not my favorite beer, but it certainly did not a good thing by exposing people to like there's something other than what you've been drinking. Yes, which it, is good. Yeah, which is a bigger popular. I don't even know if it's a a big. It's not a big corporation. I don't think, or it's bought out by anybody. It could be. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. That I'm not really positive. Yeah. I feel like once they have a fucking commercial, it's down. Oh, that's you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Got, well, that's true. Good thought. Because like Sierra, I've never seen a Sierra. I've never seen a Sierra commercial. Or a Lagunitas. Nope. Yeah. I've never seen... The only beer commercials I've ever seen in my whole life are what? Coors. Yeah. Uh, Miller. Bud, Miller. Bud. Um, Shock Sam Adams. That's what Coors. Heineken. Yeah. Uh, Stella, of course. Maybe Bush. <laughs> yeah, Stella, I think, started having. Uh, Del Secchi's, which is why the fuck they have a commercial. I have no yeah. idea. Nobody even buys that beer. <laughs> to get the most interesting man on earth drinking terrible beer. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they sent him to outer space. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can get better beer on Pluto, Yeah, man. right. Exactly. <laughs> you can get I'm done this stuff. Here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do, let's do a trivia question. All right. So, yeah. Getting rolls here. I had, a, I had like, I was like, I'm going to do a couple of them. All right. Just pressure's on. Fun. So we can get some... Uh, some facts into the podcast. Okay. Not oh, just good. <laughs> yeah, facts are important. Facts are good because we're terrible. Well, facts. I don't know. Facts you know, are... I have a smartphone. I don't feel like looking it up. Everybody else will be like, hold on. Let me just check that date. And I'm like, you know what? Can't we just spitball it? Right. And, you know, <laughs> keep it going. We'll just save that shit for looking it up later. Right. Um, okay. All right. Let's see. So this is a good one for the Rose. Because okay. I, I, I've wondered this, too, and I don't know the answer yet. Because um, somebody asked me the question, and I was like, to be honest, I don't know if it's a local thing. Or if it's a, a, a pub or a bar mm -hmm. thing that uh, was going around, it could be ancient. I have no idea. But so this is a okay. question from it. Okay. Right. So uh, why might you see hard-boiled eggs at vintage bars? Ah. So I have an A, B, and C. So A, these were once served free, so customers would stay at the bar longer. B, the texture of the yolk. Induces thirst, so customers want to drink more. Or C, egg eating contests were once a popular pub game. Hmm. I think it's. Which is a tough one because I don't know the answer either. Yeah, but. I'm thinking it's got to be one of the. I would guess it's one of the first two. And having seen these, they were Scotch eggs that they have in England, English pubs. They have these pickled eggs. Oh, okay. Oh, like in jars? Like just I, yeah. I'm going to go with the second one there. I think it would probably made you drink more. I would have said that too, but the answer is A. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, so At least we eliminated one. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was, right, it was yeah. right there. These were once served free, so customers would stay longer at the bar. Okay. If hungry customers didn't have to leave the bar to buy food, then they would stay and spend their money in, on drinks. To induce thirst, bars offered free salty snacks like oh, pretzels, yeah, chips, sure. nuts. 
Beware of the freebies. Okay, yes. Like popcorn and stuff yeah. like that. Freebies. Yeah, freebies. <laughs> not giving any free beer. You're getting free snacks to keep staying. Right, exactly. And Nothing I think, free. yeah, it's, that's good technique. I don't think a lot of, um, I don't think a lot of, of bar owners now realize, you know, because I, yeah. I think even Darian was like, how do you think we can get people to stay for certain nights? And I'm just like, you know, honestly, I don't know. I let people come and go. Hmm. You know, people are looking for snacks. They want to keep buying drinks. Like, what keeps people buying drinks? And to me, it's good conversation with good company. Yeah. And the Rose offers that right. when you're in there. You know, like you said, it's more about the people sometimes more right. than it is the beer. Like, yeah. oh, actually, they got a couple uh, really good beers on tap, but everybody I know is going to be there at any moment of the time. You know, right. I'm going to walk in there and know somebody. It's say a popcorn machine. Those work. Yeah, those work I've really well. I've seen those well. in some bars before. Yeah. And I think some of the, re- like the reasons that, you know, we don't want to do it, and a lot has to do with cleanup. And, oh, yeah. You know. I'm not, rec- I'm not I recommending would, it. But I, would, but I would recommend it, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, that's something I would... I feel like... I feel like that needs to be still happening. Like, you know, free little freebies are, yeah. like you said, beware of the freebies, but that's what keeps you staying. Right. I mean, it could just be, you know, like you said, the pretzel. I've seen that a lot. Mm-hmm. Just little tidbits on the bar, and here you go. And I'm not sure if that would make someone wouldn't make me stay around. I don't think stay around. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm not positive on that one. Yeah, if that would be a reason for me to. I think it's it's atmosphere, which you can't. It's either there or it isn't. I think is the big one for me. Is like how you feeling at the moment, and are people there? Or is the vibe right? You know, even even if it is your favorite bar, like it, it, is it. it um, is the vibe still right or are the right people there? Like right. some people are on vacation or you know somebody's not specifically not going to be there. Right. So it's going to change the dynamic and then you're like, well, it's a it's a Tuesday, so all yeah. the trivia people are going to come in. Right. You know, that kind of Which thing. Which is fine. Yeah. And that's why you come in before them. Yeah. And then you leave and then they're there and they stay. So that seems like a good trick. It's yeah, I think... activity, but I don't think you want... You don't want to go back to karaoke or... No. I, I liked it when they used to have comedy night there. All of the comedians weren't so great. That's what the, that's what um, uh, Alex was saying. Yeah. He said the same thing. He was just like, you know, I, I liked... It brought in a different crowd, and I, it was on Monday nights, I guess, right, or something? Uh, or Sunday, I don't remember which night it was. Yeah, but that, that, was, like that, that. Was, a, that was such a long time ago. I'm thinking that was even before Tony on the place. It's been a long time since yeah. they had any com- comedians in there. Yeah, because he said the stage was like centered by where the little the restaurant yeah. table, tables are. Yeah, and I think what it was, the host was one of the bartenders. It was James, who I think maybe is or was at Applejack's. I mean, he was... This is back maybe in the day when you weren't sure if the rose was going to be open or not oh okay. there was that period of time where it was kind of you oh were, really it was up and oh, down oh yeah i mean you could go there sometimes and you'd go up and the, the back patio would be full of dirty dishes the door oh. would be locked and it's like i don't know oh, if geez. anyone's ever gonna it's a very inconsistent place huh back in the day interesting but that was probably and that was before tony bought it and then tony bought it then it became more consistent and then obviously it's been was it very consistent since was it called the same has it been the same name forever or? no it was a, it started out as a lancashire Lancashire. Back in the in the eighties, the first time I went there it was the Lancashire Tavern. I think was the, the okay. full name, and then some lady bought it and renamed it to the Rose and Crown, and then it stayed. And then it stayed in that name. Yeah, the, there may be the, another name in there as well, but hmm. I, those are the two that I've known it by. Okay, man, yeah, I've only known it as the Rose. So I mean, I hear people say that it was called uh, like the Lancaster Shire or whatever. Yeah, um, Lancashire. Yeah, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't know if it was how long. Has it been yeah. open since? But I've heard like it was been. It's been like thirty years at least. 
right at least yeah. yeah i've been going to it probably for almost that long not that much early on because i was living on the other side of palo alto for a while we pop up there every now and again but it yeah there were other places that people went so it wasn't that popular at least from my experience all right uh you want to you want to crack another beer you yeah wanna, you want to you want to take a break for paul round two or i don't know we're, we're going about we're about uh 47 minutes in so hey, why don't we just do one more and then we can take a break yeah I think this is the one I want to go to next. So we'll go with the traditional uh, blind pig. Yeah, let's do that one. Russian River Brewing. So this is going to pop in at, uh, it was bottled on 426.17. So that's not so bad. That's pretty fresh. Six and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, not even a month old yet. No. Nice. We'll see how it tastes. Cool. I always like blind pig too. Even though we both had it, we hadn't had it on the podcast, so it's good. And anywhere that has blind pig, I usually go to that. And what was it? Five six. Six five. Six five. Six point two five. Six point two five. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I always I always pick that over Pliny for some. I mean, well, when you go up to when you're at Russian River, if you ask the the staff there, they pretty much all prefer blind pig to Pliny. Hmm. Pliny's got all the publicity, but blind pig. Yeah, bl- also, blind pigs harder to find too. It is harder to find. Have you been to Tornado? I have. They always have. They always have that and, and the and Pliny. And so does the um, the public house at AT and T Park. Generally oh, has blind right. pig yeah. on, on tap as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I always got to go to the public. I, I usually do, but I start first at the public house, and then once you okay. but you can keep going back, right? Yeah. You can go back inside, right? Yeah, and that's where the beers are cheaper, right? And you can still take whatever out, in right. and out. Yeah, through the secret passage. Well, well cheers, cheers, man. Thanks. It's just a blind pig yeah. from Russian River. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, you don't even get any any bitterness to it at all. No. It's like there's no bitter hop. No, it's good. It's, it's much bitter. I've had batches of blind pigs. I think they do, and I've talked to people sort of that claim to be in the nose, say that, that, you know, they definitely noticed the variations. Where for a while the blind pig um, was tasting a little more lagerish to me and the kind of the creamy, there was a little more creaminess to it rather than this has a much nicer bitter. Yeah, I th- and I think it could be the, the what and how we've been drinking too with a lot of the stronger, more hoppier IPAs. Right. You know, like so we're so used to being like hop the fuck out. Right. That <laughs> palate's been ruined. Yeah, your palate's been ruined to being like, it just doesn't have that hop that I need. There's no, not not necessarily like floral or, you know, you don't get that bitter. It's like, and when you, yeah. and it, and I, and I hate to say, because now people are just using kind of lame new, new wave terms of like, right. uh, crushable and, you know, drinkable. Oh, and, yeah, it's become wine. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a drinkable beer. Well, no fucking shit. You know, yeah. like I hate, I hate those terms. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It's <laughs> that that's kind of what irritates me about some of the new wave yeah. stuff is people are just using terms now that yeah. I don't necessarily agree with. I have a friend that coined the t- the phrase "slammable," more related to wine than beer, but that's I like that word better because yeah, that, "slammable" means okay, yeah, I could, and wine, I guess too, because. Slammable is like I can drink four of these in like three minutes. You know, right, exactly. You know, and it's not awful. No, yeah, <laughs> and I guess that kind of relates to the term of beer, which I like crushable better 
than drinkable. I don't even know what crushable means. Crushable is the same as like I can just crush this beer. Oh, crush it. Okay, so you it's, it's kind of like slammable, but a different slammable, more, but in a different term. Yeah, basically the same exact thing. So I, I do like slammable <laughs> and crushable. Those two, yeah. are, those two make sense to me. Drinkable, I don't like that one. That one's the worst one. When people say oh, it's drinkable, like, no, that's that's kind of a that, that means it is. That's a cop right. out. That's like I don't yeah. want this beer. Right. Exactly. I agree with you. But they really like I can finish it, but I don't want to finish it. Right. You know that's yeah. It's kind of derogatory if you're, you know, <laughs> it's not a good in the beer scene. That's not a good thing. No, no, no. Call something drinkable is not good. Mm-mm. I guess anything's drinkable if you're starving and thirsty and haven't had water. And yeah, you can drink your own piss if you're right, fucking. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, come on, we're not in the desert here, dying right. of thirst. Yeah. Of course, it's drinkable. I get water; it's drinkable. Right, <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> but I mean, this, so but what we're saying too is like ruining our palates. It's like this still, after the second taste or the third sip. It still has a nice yeah. hoppiness to it. It's just that the other ones seem to just really kill it with the hops. Yeah. And now we're chasing the dragon. Right. You can't. You're done. Yeah. You're done. That's why I picked this one second because I. The. the it, uh, it's a good transition from the pacer. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't go back to the pace car after this. No. Yeah. Because this just, one's a little hoppier than the pacer, right. and it's a little bit more crisp. I right. Say too. On the top. Oh, definitely. It definitely is crisper. Yeah. Yeah. The other one. Uh, has a little bit of what I call a Colorado taste to it. I, I don't know if you Colorado beers. A lot of them have this muddiness to it. I don't know if it's the water or what, but I just feel like I'm drinking. I've had some good ones there, but they just seem to not necess- usually be as crisp as a West Coast IPA. Huh. Okay. And that's what so, I like is the West Coast IPA, and it's sort of like then you go the other direction to the, now the East Coast, right? Which is the unfiltered, foggy stuff, and then yeah, a lot of Colorado beers tend to be more like the East Coast, but then they're a little bit deeper. Mud taste to them, to in, me. In, in texture as well, too. Yeah. Like as a, um, so, not carbonated. So it's almost kind of like a mix between like a cask and regular yeah. carbonation, right? Yeah, it so, starts to, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. But it is carbonated, but it tastes like it could be from the cask, but you know it's not. But you know it's not, right, right. yeah. Which this one you can say clearly is nice and carbonated, and you get that, yes. right. that sharp, uh, crisp feel to it. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh yeah, this is really good. I think it's some better than some of the last ones I got. This is yeah. Good to know. Well, when you said it with about the date too, it's pretty fresh. Yes, so less than a month old. That's what's good. Yeah, and it's definitely good. And uh, they're selling these are limited now. You can buy them in six packs only. At, oh really? Six at a time, I well, should say. Where, <laughs> per did, person. Did you have to go up to get it? Or well, yeah, I go up uh, about every five weeks. My mom still lives up in Santa Rosa, so oh, okay, cool. we're up there frequently, nice. and so. We always were able to pick some of this up, and if how, you're up there for a couple of days, you can pick up. How how close are you guys to the to the brewery, or or, or just oh, in the area? So like ten minutes or? Oh yeah, less. It's like a, it's like a six minute uh, Uber ride from where we stay. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, yeah, that's way better than just <laughs> driving from here to there. Obviously, but you guys, yeah, no, you guys just, are right right in the. Oh, we're right there. Yeah, right yeah. there. We're yeah. right there, and I've I've heard of people driving up there and having a session and driving back and I don't think that's recommended. No, yeah. You gotta have you gotta a stay up for there that. Too. Yeah. You gotta make a trip out of it. Yeah, well, and now you can, it's kind of funny because up there, like I was talking about all the breweries that are up there now, it's kind of a, a zoo. Especially if you show up at Lagunita, say at five o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah. And all the, all the buses are, have been to Russian River, they've been to Bear Republic and they're kind of coming to that beer garden there at Lagunitas and it's just, they're just pouring people off the bus, literally. Yeah. Which makes that's always tough. a hoot. Yeah. yeah. 
It's never like, want to be in with the bus crowd. Ugh, no. That's got to be worst. That's tough. Yeah. I, I don't know why they do it for certain things like that. I mean, I can see bigger, bigger like tourist destinations, but right. a brewery like that, that kind of, you know, that can probably only hold like maybe 150 people. Yeah. Are holding now the whole bus load, which is 150 people. Right. Like, and then they uh, seem to get another bus in there. So it's, a, you know, you get to know your neighbor yeah, well when definitely. you go to that place. Hmm. And what, what's going back to the Heineken thing, what I'd like to see him do, because one of my disappointments with Lagunitas is I, I like going there. And I think when we were up there for a wedding, we stayed at the 7 Eleven, or it's not 7 Eleven, the Motel 6. Yeah, yeah. Right next door to Lagunitas, which is fun. But I've never seen a lot of rotation in the, the offerings there. Seems to be kind of the same stuff. It's the same staple, like yeah. they always have the same things on tap. Right. Never, never tr- branching out. Right. The only thing that changes, and, and someone's going to call me on this, but like the fusion series where they do fusion of the number, and they kind of are always changing that, so it's always something a little bit different. Hmm. Okay. It, the nice part about it again, dog friendly. Um, yeah, same. Which is the shirt? Ah, there that you I'm go. Wearing, yes, you know, there you are. You got the dog the, friendly Lagunita shirt on. Yeah, nice. One yeah. of the greatest shirts I have. That, yeah, and, I, and and Rob brought it back for me from the brewery because he was up there twice, and I still when we tried to go, like I said, yeah. it was canoe time. Everybody was oh, underwater. Wow. Yeah, and but what a great ass shirt with the amplifier yeah. and the dog. I mean, it's such animal <laughs> music friendly. Yep, it's, it's great. Yeah, um, as opposed to like Fieldworks, and Fieldworks is really f- from Berkeley, and I haven't yeah. been there yet. Somewhere I'm trying to get to. Uh, they're cranking out like no staple beers. They're just yeah putting everything's new. Isn't it? Yeah, and I was we were talking about that a little bit too about um, how they're just kind of the staple is Fieldworks. It's not, right. and the brewers just putting out good beers. It's, right, he's not necessarily he doesn't have a Pliny or a, or right. a Blind Pig. He just has what they Fieldworks. felt like make it. Yeah, he's yeah. like oh the Ascenders on. And you're like. The fuck is that? Yeah, like, oh, it's, not, it's a single IPA. I'll okay, try it and then do it. You're like, it's great. Yeah, when will I see it again? Probably yeah, never. When I see it, never. <laughs> Enjoy maybe, it. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe not. You know, that's going back to your thought about how do you keep keep people in the bar drinking. It's like have something that you're not going to get again. And, and that's that, a great. I mean, you like it, yeah. you better have some more because well, that it's and, not going to be here next time. And and that was what um, some of the that was what uh, some of the other guys that I was talking to in their scene and what the craft beer is the movement is going is brew something that's never going to be on again but i'm like i mean how many things how many possibilities are there until you want to make a recipe that's like i do want to have a staple beer i want to have a pale ale or you know or an ipa that's like oh that's that's you know like not you don't have to be sierra or anything it's just it's good to have something constant that People yeah. come back for, but then they know they're always going to get something special, but they're not going to have to go in there and guess. Yeah, they don't have to go something. out of their way to fucking please everybody, but right. make the recipe. It's like, yeah. it's like a band playing, you know, when you go see fucking, you know, Chicago or something, you yeah. expect them to play, or Bad Company or whoever. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, expect, expect, you expect them to play that old song. Right. They're not going to be like, nope, we're cranking out new material. You've yeah. never heard this before, so you're right. going to love the show. Yeah, can imagine. Well, I mean, beer's a little different, but... People showing up tomorrow to the Joshua Tree concert, and they start playing some bizarre stuff. (laughs) Yeah, some shit that's (laughs) not... Wait a minute, that wasn't on... Well, it's like a Bob Dylan concert. When you go see Bob Dylan, you you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. That's that's Fieldworks right there. Yeah. You go to Bob Dylan, and he sings the same song you've heard a million times differently a million times. Right. I'm like, this kind of sounds like all along the Watchtower, but... It's not. I didn't get it until he said, all along the Watchtower. 
Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking strangest thing. I was, <laughs> and those shows for me are really hard. It's like a, I think we made this reference yesterday at the when we were brewing. It was like, basically it's like a jam band compared to a regular band that just kind of right. like puts on, like they have these songs, this is their staple. The jam band kind of goes out there and like, yeah, this is kind of that song. Yeah. A little different licks. We have some other leads going over top of it. Right. Same consistently with like hops and, you know, we, we used a, we, uh, we used a uh, uh, you know, like a New Zealand hop this time or we used right. this this time, and put, which is all well and good, but sometimes you just want to hear that exact thing you've been hearing the entire time. Right. It's or just, drink that uh, one. It's like you need that taste. Right. That's so why you go back to that. The Anchor beer. I'm mean, yeah. not as an Anchor steam, but the Anchor beer. That but an Anchor beer, yeah. yeah. That's but, solid, yeah. Right, which is what's good. That's what you get, you know, Bear Republic or, you know, at, at uh, Russian River. You know, they're always going to have the Pliny and the Blind Pig. And, yeah, and that's why you choose... And other things. And that's hopefully. why you choose labels. I mean, that's right. kind of how the mind works, too, right? Your mind connects the two together yeah. with the flavor with the beer. And, and you see that. It's like Blind Pig. That makes sense. Right. Uh, last time I had it, it was great. This time I had it, my mind didn't trick me. I know what my mind and my eyes and my mouth, all my senses see and... You know. Does does Fieldworks actually bottle? Do you know? I, I don't think they bottle it. I was going to say because that's an interesting point you had. You know, because they don't have to spend money on labels. So no, just, they just keg. Just keg. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, anyway. You haven't seen. Any. I haven't seen any to buy. Yeah, and the other ones, I guess, faction is somewhat like that. Although I think they tend to have some got a couple bottles. The couple bottles of yeah. from faction. Okay. I've had a pale. I've had the pale ale. I bought. I bought one oh, of the okay. bottles. Have you been out to that to faction? No, and if, oh. and some other people were telling me. Maybe yesterday, I heard it for a little bit now, but even even so, some other people were talking to me about that's. I really need to get out to Faction because it's like the airstrip. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a fun day trip. We did it by taking Caltrain up, and I, I think Cossum uh, did it a different way. He used, he used a bike. We didn't. We just walked. But Caltrain up, walk around, took the ferry over. Okay. Where did, ferry, where did you walk to it? Like what? It was a, um, a to pe- the pier? no to um. Oh, God. Brain fart. You know what's at the end of the, on the Embarcadero, the, where they have the farmers market and all that. Oh the yeah, ferry, yeah, the yeah, ferry yeah, building, yeah, yeah, the ferry building. Yeah, yeah. Walk right there, and there's a ferry that you know, twenty minute ferry ride or so, drops you right off in Alameda, and you could walk to Faction. We there was a cab sitting there when we got there, so it's you know five minute or less cab ride. So and the walk, the, is, and the view the walk is, is like ten minutes or yeah, whatever. Nothing. Yeah. The view's gorgeous. The view's to die for. Yeah, I, I went um, a while ago. I did take one of the ferries, but I went to, um, what's the other, what's, uh, Sausalito. Oh, okay. I went to Sausalito instead. Okay. And so that's... Sausalito on, or Larks? You, didn't, you weren't going to Marin Brewing then? You were going no, to Sausalito. No, I was with a friend and, oh, okay. and she was going, we were go, she had this food, um, class some sort. It was like okay. a, it was like a get together of like uh. food talk and he talked about, um, uh, Alaskan salmon and how, how and he, used, he would go up there fishing and it was a, it was a big foodie kind of like get together okay. oh. really and it was kind of cool but I wasn't really feeling that well that day I was hungover or something and I was having really bad anxiety oh so I, I didn't enjoy myself but the view itself was just oh, yeah. that's when I was enjoying myself and I was just still by myself and like looking out over the bay and oh it's gorgeous and, yeah. that, and that ferry ride is nice oh yeah the ferry I mean. Going over to Alameda, you go under the Bay Bridge. Yeah, you're looking back. You get the faction, and you just the whole city just opens right up. So again, another 
another fantastic destination drinking spot. Yeah. The only problem is they don't have wine, which is my other uh, sore spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> the wife only drinks wine, right? So. Exactly. So, like, yeah. and if, if is she gluten free or anything, or is it just no, she just, just doesn't wine. like beer? Yeah, no, she's no, she's uh, she's a wine drinker. She's a wine drinker. Yeah. Beer makes her tired or something, you know, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's not her thing. And totally. another, you know, my friends that say, you know, these people just have to have chick wine. That's what we call it. You can charge whatever you want. Twenty dollars a glass. Who cares? Have chick wine so that guys can sit there and drink beer. Yeah. Otherwise, you get in there. There's no wine. Yeah. And I, I don't want to discriminate. Maybe there's guys that like wine as well. So whatever. There are people know, yeah. that don't like beer. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think Maybe that. Maybe you have a... That's, whatever. Yeah. The, that's the concept, generically speaking. So that, you know, yeah. there's a little bit of something. And I think... Well, the, I, I would think the, the concept to me is you have a little bit of something for everyone. Right. Right. So guy or girl, I guess it doesn't matter. If you're not a beer drinker, have... A little bit of something, which is kind of why I like the yeah. Rose <clears throat> has beer, wine, and cider. Yeah, right. We don't need shots oh, no. and all that kind of yeah. liquor. We don't need all that kind of shit. No, I, I think people can find those places. Yeah, I think it's they're easy to there. find. You yeah. want to cr- crush a shot, you go right. over to fucking Scotty's, you, go to Scotty's you come back, you, come back. you know? Yes. Yeah, that's what everybody does. <laughs> right. You walk down the alley, you, yeah. you slam a shot, you come back. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, it. It's a five-minute detour yeah. for you. <laughs> exactly, that's what you're doing. And then right. you come back, have a good beer, Yeah. but you're just a little bit more lit. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think those places, yeah, like like the brewery and stuff, they 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 probably should cater. Well, they don't, I don't, they don't have to because it's they don't have to. I don't know if it's a licensing issue or they just don't, yeah. or it's an attitude issue. It might be a little. It's bit both. Above, yeah. Definitely, uh, people in the beer scene have an attitude, yeah. but people in any kind of scene have a fucking attitude. Oh, of course, <laughs> you know they're just. And I never understood. It's just like why people are so. Uh, anti if you're in a business you're in a business to make money and also have good people mm-hmm. now just because it's beer or wine the smarter thing is to have partners or like the people because like wine right we're in the same industry you know we're making wine we're making beer right why not have one of your favorite local wineries mm-hmm. and support their cause have a bottle of their wine of red or white, yeah, available, and that's fucking it. That's all you need. Yeah. Red or white, call it a day. Right, and just one. And yeah, that's in the middle of the road. Don't and maybe make it so people have heard of it or that at least taste good. It's yeah, shocking but, how many wines you see at places that you've never heard of. And or never like seen I said, again. you know, local from Napa. You know, yeah. support your state, yeah. support your local winery or, or whatever. And and that's the thing. It's like well, we do have wine available, and then. Well, I never heard of this winery. That's okay. They're from this, and they harvest all their own grapes, and you know, this okay. is what they do. Same as Faction. That we're we're connect, connecting with them because we believe in what they do because they're doing exactly what we do with beer. Right. So same as like you go to a winery. I don't drink a lot of wine. Is yeah. there a beer available? Yeah, we have a Budweiser. No, fuck you. What? That's not what I want to drink, <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? So yeah, it works. Don't. It works both ways. Yeah, think about well, I think wineries. I'd say I'd have to debate that a little bit, saying they're a little different because you don't usually go in there for like a a session of no, you know, a pint or a bottle. And, or no, and I, and I know what they're for, but it's like I was just saying the other day, and, it, and like, and then I literally went into the mall, yeah, and it was there, and I was like, well, fuck, this is my idea. They stole my idea, but I already knew that I had to be an idea already. 
but what they were doing so mm-hmm. i went into this me and laura were shopping yeah and we were looking for a dress or something that she was buying a, yeah a, some kind of girl clothing that she's getting yeah and as all the guys were just sitting on like benches like just with their fucking they were like sleeping or you know just often to nowhere i was like you know i was like you know what this place fucking needs a bar Oh, oh, because they were, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, now I know what you're talking about. They were just, like, waiting. Yeah, they're just yeah. waiting around for their wife to shop around. Right. You know? I was like, this place needs a bar right in the fucking middle of the, the department store. Where is this? At Nordstrom or something now? They put one in? Yeah, it was something where that. In, in Nordstrom. <laughs> so they put, like, a ramen place. Oh, It's really? like a, ra- a ramen yeah. restaurant that you can get, like, wine and stuff and, oh. and, and you know, whatever. And it was just a, a little bar. And I was like... That's exactly what I was fucking talking about. And that's yeah. for everybody that doesn't like shopping or right. doesn't like... It's like, how can you make an experience better? Because you like to shop. I don't like to do any of that shit. Right. You and go do your thing. I'll be right here. Right. Rather and than me sit there, look like an asshole, and some girl go, um, excuse me, sir, you can't be around the dressing room. I'm like, I'm not trying to look at all the, the right. chicks I'm in the just... dressing room. I'm waiting for fucking her to try something on. <laughs> so she can be like, what does this look like? Ah... <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. It looks good. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, and then yeah. they don't have to feel rushed. So yeah, you don't have to feel rushed. Shopping, yeah, whatever, I'll be here. I'm fine. Exactly. Like, I'll be at the bar. I'll be at the bar having my bowl of ramen and a couple beers and you which is, take which, all day. Yeah, which I thought was great. I was like, see? They're doing it right. <laughs> they're yeah. fucking doing it right. Huh. I have to go check that place out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was at the, I can't remember, Westfield? San oh, Jose? it was at Westfield. Oh, so it was in San Jose. San Jose? So it's not Stanford. Is it Westfield? Mall. No, not Stanford. It was no, there's Westfield. so many. There's a lot of Westfield malls, so there's. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm bad with name mall yeah. names. I've been there twice. I can't fucking tell you. Okay. I can't even tell you how to get there. Okay. It was off of like, you have to take 17 going towards Santa Cruz, and then you get off, and it's somewhere right, right oh, around there. Oh, yeah, it's probably off of Saratoga. I think I know which one you're talking about, but yeah. I'm like you. I don't know the name of it. I can uh, find yeah. it. Sometimes I'm bad. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> if I like it, I'm like in the zone where I'm like, right. I, I remember that place. Oh. Because they had a fucking bar there. <laughs> now okay. I should remember. Because it'll move let's more. go shopping there and get ramen while you fucking shop around. Right. Perfect. Yeah. And you'll be back. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's take a little right. break. Sounds good. We're over a little hour here. So right. uh, we'll be back with uh, with round two with Jim. So All stay right. tuned, everybody. All right. See ya. See ya. 